Hi, I'm Dr. Pajari, host of The Prognosis, uh, which is a palliative podcast. And today we will be talking about what is hospice, questions pertaining to hospice. My guest today is Evelyn Perez-Rivera, who's back for uh, more questions. So welcome and enjoy. The question for this segment is, what does a good death look like? So kind of coming back full circle, right? We've put hospice in place and we have talked about what hospice is, the elements to put in place, um, the admissions process, what a good experience with hospice is, staying on hospice, qualifying, continuing to qualify for hospice. And then you come to what everybody comes to, which is the active dying or the decline in the active dying. Um, and everybody wants a good death, right? Mm -hmm. um, what does that look like to you? The first thing I want to talk about when we are talking about what a good death looks like, we have to not forget that everything is about the perception of the patient. And what I mean by that is that whenever the patient starts going through that decline, um, it's important to understand where they add. And it is not so much, everything is important at this point, but it is not so much being pain-free, but being pain-free from your soul, being pain-free from, uh, from your physical pain, from your soul pain, and as well as who are you leaving behind? And is it okay to leave them behind? So that are that is the parameter about what is a good death. Now, as hospice and hospice services come in into play, is um, is providing the medical, the the psychosocial, but it's also important on where the patient is because if if they are many loose ends. Uh, it's not going to be a good death. Mm. Um, there has been, um, you mentioned uh, earlier in our conversation about the patient that was dying with the crucifix, mm -hmm. very, very scared. And um, although we did a beautiful job mm -hmm. in hospice trying to support that patient, mm -hmm. But then there was still some unresolvedness. Mm. Nobody wants to talk about death. Nobody wants to uh, address what is needed. But that, that's why it's so important to plan, to communicate uh, those wishes in those unresolvedness uh, situations that has happened in someone's life that might lead into a good death and a bad death? For me, um, a good death, there are different aspects to that. Mm -hmm. uh, we were just speaking. Um, I, I, even as a physician who's been doing this for a long time and really interested in the idea of mortality for a very long time, um, I struggle with the notion of that, of what is a good death, what is a bad death. We, we can talk about there are all sorts of trajectories of death, all manifestations of death. 
There can be sudden death, a traumatic death. There can be death where the, the person uh, is in a situation where they feel tremendous fear or terror right before dying. Um, there are situations where children pass away. So it's hard to kind of get your head around what a good death is. I almost feel very fortunate to be working in hospice because you can give the patients a good death. Um, you almost take them a little bit that they're almost in a way I hate to say blessed because people are obviously grief-stricken but maybe a little blessed to have that opportunity to pass possibly at home possibly surrounded by loved ones definitely medically managed and I was going to say for me the medical management of death um, often plays into what is a good death now interestingly there's no evidence-based medicine. This is not an area where we have proof that medically... That we can go back and say, so how was that? Well, or not just that, we, we may not be able to, you know, we may not be able to really say whether what we're doing is actually the right approach. Is it right to medicate the symptoms of dying because they are distressful to others um, it can be a really difficult thing to observe someone passing away it can be a very very visual very physically tough very uh, audible um, you know really mm -hmm. tough mm -hmm. kind of collective experience so that's why I say um, that we're assuming that by medicating and medicating aggressively the way we do, that it's the right choice. The one thing that off gives me peace is that I do see that the patient looks peaceful when I medicate well. And when we are adjusting things, we get to a place where the patient looks, sounds, you know, appears peaceful. And that's what we're looking for, to have that peace playing out in a good death. But um, it's a really, really tricky question kind of on a philosophical level but in the hospice realm it's definitely like I said almost again with hesitation saying a blessing that we can try to achieve that kind of a death by medically managing by helping families as you said get to a place of reconciliation mm -hmm. with one another doing that communication and legwork so that people are really as prepared as they can be mm -hmm and then are medicated in a way where they are not suffering physically from what's going on. So, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Thank you. Yeah.